Hello everyone, and welcome to the Commander's Forge. I am your host, Andy Bentley, and as always, the Commander's Forge is an area for me to talk about magic, commander, and anything else that I deem necessary or that I want to talk about. And I don't really have all that much I wanted to talk about this week. Honestly, I'm surprised I'm going to be getting an episode out at all. But I was just kind of thinking to myself earlier about how I pretty much exclusively play webcam magic now. Uh, I've been to my shop a few times. and I've been to a couple in-person events, but for the most part, webcam magic has been the majority of my games over the last three years. And I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that, but it definitely leads to a different style of deck building. I'm uh, less likely to play cards that, like, steal cards. Uh, sometimes I will, because I have, like, my infinite tokens, which if you don't have your infinite tokens, they are 100% worth it. And I found, uh, just looking through my decks and, like, how I've been playing and tallying up scores from the last year, I've always been the aggro player at the table for the most part, but I find over webcam I tend to do it a little more, mainly because I don't want to play a super long grindy game sitting at my computer when I could play two or three games in the same time span. Now, don't get me wrong, I do have my decks that want to take their time. My Tasker deck, which is its own beast, is a uh, control deck that is based on taking extra turns, getting as many lands into play as possible, and then animating them to win or casting a big X spell. Uh, Umori is a Planeswalker control deck. It's meant to grind out your opponents to the point where they can't keep anything on the board. And you just make it impossible for them to kill you because they have to focus on your Planeswalkers. That said, I build mostly aggro decks. Mostly. Uh do have some Spellsinger decks like Adelie's, which is my Wizard Tribal deck, but Adelie's is slowly becoming more of a tempo control deck. It's It makes sense if I actually explain the deck to you. And then I just built Feather the Redeemed, and that's kind of the same premise. It's like a control deck that wins through combat. The uh, essentially the the way that deck tries to win is we want to get out uh, Zada or Mirrorwing Dragon Feather and the uh, dwarf that whenever you cast an instant or sorcery or copy one you make a treasure and then the other uh, quote unquote powerhouse of that deck is the Leonin Light Scribe so whenever you cast or copy a spell. Your entire team gets plus one, plus one. 
essentially we want to chain cards together that's going to draw our deck allow us to do one giant combat put those cards back into our hands and then cast a second turn spell and win from there but that's not a slow process it's trying to get out i don't know and set up around turn four or five by the time that rolls around you want to be casting like two to three spells a turn so it was just kind of a thought experiment of me going through the decks i have and decks that i have built over the last couple of years and then ended up taking apart like brokos which was essentially the otrimi mutate deck that i kind of repurposed and changed some things around in i could never really get it to like mesh with my style because very rarely do i want to go and put everything into one creature but that said uh the deck i'm going to talk about in the second half of this is a deck that i kind of just want to put everything into one creature uh, we'll get to that when i get to that but for now it's just i've been reflecting on my deck building and how i've changed things and i just i find it an interesting corollary that i essentially for 99 percent of my games just play with my quote-unquote online meta which for the most part is the uh, guardian project patron lounge I have thought about expanding into some of my other discords, but like we got a good group of people there, and uh, who knows. Uh, recently, I did join the I Hate Your Deck Patreon, and I see them constantly playing games. It just seems like uh, a lot of times when they're asking if somebody's free to play a game, I'm just busy. But yeah, I think that's about it for uh, this first part. And uh, when I come back, I'll tell you about putting all my eggs into one basket. Hey, I just want to take a minute to tell you about my Patreon. I know times are hard for everybody, and I know it isn't easy to shuffle around bills and stuff. Believe me, I know that. But if you would like to help support the podcast and me... You can find the links to my Patreon in my link tree, which is always put into the description of either the video or the audio, wherever you're listening to it. It would really mean the world to me. Honestly, I'm just struggling to make ends meet most weeks, but that's it. That's all. If you want to help, the links will be where you can find them. And we're back. Now, as I alluded to before our little break there, we're going to talk about putting all of our eggs into one basket. Now, that basket's name is Mowu Loyal Companion. He is a 3-3 hound for 3 and a green, but being a hound means that it has been eroded to a dog. He has trample and vigilance, and if one or more plus one counters would be put on Mowu, that many plus one plus one counters are put on it instead. So if we put one counter on it, it gets two. 
basic premise. And the fact that it has Trample and Vigilance built in, that means we have to spend less cards getting it. It's a win-win. So, we uh, had built this before, and it just never really took off. I could never quite get it the way I wanted it. And I kind of tore it apart and had it started to mash with another deck and that never came together and then I was just kind of looking at Mowu and I was like you know what I kind of want to make a deck that I can pull out for like lower powered games like sure the deck can still do some pretty insane like powerful things but it's not built to be that kind of deck it's built to just kind of play a dog and put some counters on them and uh that's essentially what I ended up doing. Now, being in mono green, I uh, did have the luxury of, you know, throwing some uh, ramp spells in there, uh, stuff of that matter. And again, because it was built with just the stuff I had laying around, you know, like Alanor Elves, a bird, Birds of Paradise, Elvish Mystic. Those are the kind of things that I wanted to put in here. Uh, but yeah, like, it's just, it's built with what I had laying around. So, uh, we had a circuitous route, which is a three and a green for a sorcery. Shoot your library for two basic land cards and or gate cards. Put them on the battlefield, tap and shuffle your library. Uh, you happen on a glade. Two and a green for an instant. You can either choose to search your library for two basic land cards, reveal and put them into your hand, or return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Roiling Regrowth is two and a green. Instant sack of land, search your library for two basic land cards, put them under the battlefield tapped. This is Pilgrimage is two and a green for a sorcery. Search your library for up to two basic land forest cards. Reveal those cards, put one onto the battlefield tapped, and the rest into your hand. Shuffle your library. It has spell mastery. If there are two or more instant and sorcerer cards in your graveyard, you search your library for three basic lands instead. Uh, cultivate, two and a green sorcery, search your library for two basic land cards, reveal them, one goes into your hand, the other goes into the battlefield tapped. Kodama's Reach is the same thing, two and a green, except it's a, an arcane, but it's still sorcery. Search your library for up to two basic land cards, reveal those cards, one on the battlefield tapped, the other into your hand, and then grow from the ashes, Two and a green. Search your library for a basic land card. Put it on the battlefield. Uh, untapped. Uh, as kicker for two. And if the spell was kicked instead, search your library for two basic land cards and put them onto the battlefield and then shuffle your library. So we basically have the full run of ramp spells. And we kind of wanted to go overboard on, well, plus one plus one counters. So we ended up throwing our copy of Doubling Season in here. Uh, four in a green. For an enchantment, an effect would put one or more tokens onto the battlefield under your control. It puts twice that many tokens. If an effect would place one or more counters on permanence, it places twice that many counters. Uh, we did include uh, Doubling Season's uh, two younger brothers, as it were. Uh, the first one being hardened scales 
uh, and the other one being the Evolution Sage. So Hardened Scales is a single green for an enchantment. If one or more plus one counters would be placed on a creature you control, that many plus one plus one counters are put on it instead. It's the same text as Mowu, except Mowu is just himself. Evolution Sage is two and a green for a 3-2 Elf Druid. And whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, proliferate. Uh, Rishkar, Pima, Renegade, two and a green for a 2-2 Elf Druid. When it enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on each of up to two target creatures. Each creature you control with a counter on it has tap, add green to your mana pool. Ruinous Intrusion, three and a green for an instant. Exile, target artifact or enchantment. Put X plus one plus one counters on target creature you control, where X is the mana value of the permanent exiled this way. Increasing Savagery is... Two green green for a sorcery. Put five plus one plus one counters on target creature. Then if as increasing savagery was cast from a graveyard, you put ten plus one plus one counters on the creature instead, and it has flashback for five green green. Bow of Nylia is one green green for a legendary enchantment artifact. Attacking creatures you control have death touch, and then you can pay one in a green and tap it to choose one. You either put a plus one plus one counter on target creature, or Bow of Nihilia deals 2 damage to target creature with flying. Or you gain 3 life. Or put up to 4 target cards from your graveyard on the bottom of your librarian in your order. A lot of times when I see Bow of Nihilia come down, it's just kind of there as the uh, attacking creatures have Death Touch Anthem. To the point where, when I first looked at this card, I forgot that it could put a counter on things. Just uh, Just a warning for other people out there. Uh, Ren's Run Hydra, X and a green for a 0-0 Hydra, it has reach, enters the battlefield with an X plus one plus one counters on it. It's the only Hydra I'm running in this deck, and the main reason is because it has reinforce X for X green green. So for X green green, you can discard this card and put X plus one plus one counters on target creature. So if I don't have Mowu, it can be a big creature that's scary to people, or if I have Mowu, I can just... Discard it with all my extra mana, throw a bunch of counters on Mowu, and go to town. Uh, Snakeskin Veil is a single green for an instant. Puts a counter on a creature you control. That creature gains hexproof until end of turn. Uh, Hydra's Growth is two and a green for an aura. When it enters the battlefield, you put a counter on the enchanted creature, and then at the beginning of your upkeep, you double the number of plus one counters on the enchanted creature. That is arguably the best uh, card in the deck. Because even if it's just Mowu and that, when it enters, it puts two counters on Mowu. Then the next turn, your two counters doubles to four, but Mowu sees counters going on and adds another one, so it goes to five. Then the next turn, your five goes to ten, Mowu sees the five going on and makes it eleven. So just things to throw out there uh rich scale tusker three green green for a five five beast when it enters the battlefield you put a counter on each other creature you control and this kind of feeds into uh a quick sub theme of creatures that we have uh the first one is dusk shell crawler one in a green for a zero three insect when it enters the battlefield, you put a plus one plus one counter on target creature, and each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it has trample. 
Iron Shell Beetle is one and a green for a 1 1 insect. And when it enters the battlefield, you put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. Timberland Guide is one and a green for a 1 1 human scout. And when it enters, you put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. And then finally, Kujar Seed Sculptor, one and a green for a 1 2 elf druid. When it enters the battlefield, you put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. Ooh. Uh, and then there is one more creature that I want to talk about. Because I didn't realize how this worked. And uh, Slippery Bog Bonder is 3 and a green for a 3-3 human druid with Flash and Hexproof. When Slippery Bog Bonder enters the battlefield, you put a Hexproof counter on target creature. Then you move any number of counters from among creatures you control to that creature. So you have Mobu out, you play Slippery Bog Bonder, you give him Hexproof, and then you move every stray counter that didn't make its way onto Mowu onto Mowu with an additional counter. But yeah. Then I'm playing like a couple stupid utility spells like Out Muscle, 3 and a green for a sorcery. Put a plus one plus one counter on target creature control, then it fights target creature you don't control. Has adamant if at least three green mana is spent to cast the spell, the creature you control gains indestructible until end of turn. Arbor Armaments is a single green for an instant. Put a counter on a creature, creature gains reach until end of turn. And New Horizons. Two and a green for an aura. Enchant land. When it enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on a creature you control. And the enchanted land has tap add two mana of any one color to your mana pool. Right. Now, I think the last little bit I want to talk about is uh, people are going to want to kill our dog. So we want to have a little extra protection for that. And that starts with Rapid Vigor. One in a green for an instant to regenerate each creature you control. Now, let's say uh, Mowu's been out a couple of times. So to get him back is going to be kind of expensive. We have things like uh, Regrowth. One in a green to return a card from your graveyard to your hand. Balagad Recovery, two and a green to return a card from your graveyard to your hand, or the flip side of that is a land. Uh, Evolution Charm is one and a green for an instant, where you can either choose to search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it into your hand, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand, or give a creature flying until end of turn. And then we have Revive. One and a green for a sorcery to return target green card from your graveyard, to your hand. And that's Mobu in a nutshell, I guess. He is best boy. I uh, will pull this deck out sometimes when people just want to play, you know, lower power, just mess around decks. And uh, yeah, I think I've chewed up enough of your time. So, uh, I guess I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. All of my links can be found in my link tree in the description below. 
I would like to thank Ian Foss and Cody Mulpey of the band The Crypt for allowing me to use music for my opening and ending, along with Nate and Erica Jacobs for making my original logo. And I would also like to thank Christina McNichol for creating my new logo. And I'll see you next time.